Hi there. Thanks for listening to A Certain Degree. I'm your host, Nick. This is a very fringy mini-sode. Today was going to be the start of the Orlando Fringe, but it is not happening as planned. That means you won't be able to attend one of the most amazing events that has ever evented. As a slight consolation, here is a taste of my conversation with Neil Arthur James, who was here earlier this year to perform in the Winter Mini Fringe. You know him as Dandy Darkly. He's brought several shows to the Orlando Fringe. He says it's one of his favorites, and I believe him. During this interview, though, Neil introduced us to Chet Chastain, who is going to premiere his show, The Lovers, The Dreamers, and Chet, at Fringe. Alas, this may be his one and only appearance in our hearts and in our minds. For more on Neil, Dandy, Chet, and all of the other guests, please visit toacertaindegree.com. And now, on with the show. Now, last time you were here, Neil, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you remember, Dandy came out Uh and uh, we talked about some of my bad business ideas and he endorsed a few. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you remember, this has done really well since then. So we did a company, we started a a company uh, called uh, Bring Out Your Dead. (laughs) And so this is for people who want to remember uh, loved ones who have passed. So there, there was a morbidity to it that uh-huh. I think, and, and the macabre that Dandy really appreciated. Oh, yeah. And no doubt that resonated. So we, it's a 3D printed version of your loved one. It's smaller, oh. not a full size yeah. version. <laughs> That's and a lot of plastic. Not just, <laughs> you know, a little statuette of that person. Um, so that would be nice if you just had that as right. a little memento of them being around. What Bring Out Your Dead would do is we would go in to people's houses and move it around while they weren't home. And so that way they still felt like the person was with them. Yeah, absolutely. Does that make uh, yeah, I think yeah. that there's, makes sense? There's, there's, there's nothing more comforting than the feeling that there's someone in your house moving things when yeah. you're not home. <laughs> or a ghost of some kind. A ghost. Uh, this has yeah. really taken off in the last two years. So this wow. business has done really well. So I wanted to see, um, and with Dandy as the spokesperson, I think that's the bigger thing. Now, I know you have a new show, Neil, with uh, Chet Chastain coming around. One of the people that you manage. Yeah. One of the many people that you manage inside your own head. Well, no, it's hard. I mean, I am the Mr. Kincaid of this little Partridge family uh, Uh traveling traveling shenanigans bus and... Menagerie. Yeah, and Chet is a... uh, I don't know... um, Chet, you want to say? Well, I wonder if Chet wants to come out and wake up. Uh, if Chet wants to do, Sorry, hang on. wake up. Okay, come on, get over here. Hang on one second. Okay, yeah, go get him. Hey, Chet. I'm Nick. Good morning. Mm, morning. Thank you so much for being here. Um, what what day is it? Chet Chastain. <laughs> it's it's your world premiere on Radio Day. Ah. <laughs> hey everybody. I'm so uh, appreciating 
uh, doing this at this point. Um, Chet, let me ask you a few questions. Are you excited about being here in Florida? I am. Florida's like home to me. Yeah, because you're from, from Georgia? Well, I'm not sure where I'm from. Sometimes I think I might be from California. Sometimes I think I just might be here from Florida. You know, there's I like things that end with A most of the time. Oh, good. You know, it, it rolls off the tongue easily. Yes. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's okay. Chad, do you need something to drink or some water? Some uh some something to smoke maybe would help. Doctor said I had to quit smoking on kind of my emphysema. Oh, okay. But I still smoke them, you know. Oh no, that makes sense. That does make a lot of sense. Scream doctors. Uh Chet, you have a show coming up at the Orlando Fringe Festival in I May. Do. I do. I'm Are you excited about that? I'm very excited of it. It's called <laughs> It's called The Lovers, The Dreamers, and Chet. <clears throat> and it's story it's my hours <clears throat> it's my hour of survivals. It's my stories of survival as a um person living on this hard planet that we live on right now this, together. This tough you know? planet that you've gone to the school of hard knocks. I assume. Oh, Chad, don't cry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to bring up any bad memories by just no, suggesting that you're doing a show. I cry. I cry at beautiful things. Oh, okay, good. Um, it's okay. <coughs> It just transitions really well right into the coughing, though. <laughs> it certainly does. Yeah. Uh, Chet, uh, anything you want to say about the show? Like, what so, are you going to be? So when you say uh, well, survivals, like how many survivals are we talking oh, about? Gosh. How many things have you survived? How many minutes do I have in an hour, you know, man? There's 60. There's um, times. Every hour has the same number <laughs> of minutes. There's times in this world where, you know, you just have to look back at the footprints that you left in that beach. Yeah. And the further you walk, if there's more blood in those footsteps, you just have to ask yourself, what am I walking on? You know? That is. And. Yeah. And and then you just got to sit on that beach and you got to get digging at your feet. And no matter how bloody your feet are, whatever you can dig out of that foot. So that way, when you <laughs> when you're walking further down that beach, um, may, who even knows what beach it is? But if you're leaving the blood behind you, and your feet are just full of glass, and you're not really sure what morning it is, or maybe it's dusk, and uh, and that's kind of that's you know that's kind of what the show's about. Oh, okay. It sounds a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> what beach is that so I cannot go there? You know, it's a metaphor. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I talk, a, a lot of my shows are based on allegories and, um, and folk traditions. Yeah. And, um, but also a lot of it is just horror, you know, really, really pure on like it's survival and it's trauma and, and just the horrors of life. But I don't want to make fun of it because people really do suffer, you know, and mm-hmm. I've suffered a lot. But I think a lot of my I mean, you might remember me. I was <laughs> um, I was that baby in the 80s that fell down, <clears throat> fell down that well. I yeah. remember I was on the news. Yeah. I fell down Not there the five times. popular one. I think that was baby Jessica. So you were the other baby? Yes, and Nick. Okay. Yes, and is, uh, is a tenant of improv. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I was that baby that fell down the well. But anyway, it's much funnier than it is here, you know? <laughs> I've gotten laughs before, Nick. And, and I, I, 
Well, good. Not well, your scathing criticism. I didn't come on this show. I mean, I have no, a publicist, and didn't. I have people who are supposed to manage me and put me in in front of the right sort of people to help me. Because otherwise, this is all, this flares up my pizza, d- and <laughs> that's PTSD. I, but I like to pronounce it <laughs> pizza. D- that is a, that is a good way to pronounce it. Uh, Chet, let me ask you this, and this might be something that you uh, do have to. Uh, survive as well <laughs> do you want to uh, one of the things i always do with uh, people who come in is ask them about bad business ideas oh man and I know see, a lot about bad business ideas see Let if me they tell want to you. endorse it because i feel like chet you are you are a man of the people well that's awfully kind, kind you, of you to absolutely. say that's one of the nicest things that's been said to me in the past month or so at least of 2020 so far <laughs> you believe it's 2020 i cannot believe it i can't even believe it i didn't even think i could count that what are your ideas? Oh, okay. uh, I was just thinking about counting to twenty twice. Uh, <laughs> the, let's let's talk about um, let's talk about minimalism, oh, chat, because I feel like that's something that you can relate to. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a like a Japanese lady's apartment, you right? Know? Yeah, it's tidying up with Marie Kondo. Oh and all my that goodness! Stuff. So, do you do you, have you downsized? Would you move into a tiny house? Can you get rid of enough stuff? Let me tell you something. Yeah. Chat, I've okay, lived very serious. I've lived in some tiny freaking houses. Yeah, okay? I've lived in some of the tiniest, freakiest little houses that you can imagine. I, I, I spent four years of my life living in a little kid's, uh, little fake little house back behind the parents' house, and they had no idea I was living in there. there. I was drinking out of little tiny plates and eating off of little tiny saucers, and I lived out there quite nicely for. <laughs> <laughs> for a full four and a half years, you know, before those people even came out there. So don't you tell me about little tiny houses. What's your idea? <laughs> oh, uh, well, it sounds like you know a lot about little tiny houses, which is great yeah, because a lot is... of people are moving into them. I don't Absolutely. Know if you've heard this, uh, for a number of different reasons, not just squatting in somebody's backyard. <laughs> so uh, what stops people from moving into the small houses, into the tiny houses is all their stuff, right? Yeah, I guess. And I mean, as someone oh, who, the, oh, the burden of stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what I was thinking is we could actually build the tiny houses out of their stuff so they could bring it along. Oh, my gosh. That's what, genius. Yeah, so it's uh, a new company would be called Flywalls. <laughs> Take all the things you love and build your tiny home out of them. So, like, books, for example. Books are the biggest one. People oh can never gosh. get rid of books. Do you read a lot, Chet? I read about as much as I have to. Okay. But uh, so for some people, we could put the books up and make walls out of them. So if they wanted to read, they just walk up to a wall and open up the book. <laughs> and the roof could be made out of their uh, Blu-ray DVDs. Oh, my goodness. For example, because who really watches DVDs anymore? I know. I mean, just even opening the little plastic packages too much just to get the DVD out. Right. By then, you could already press the button and be watching Mulan, anything you want. Exactly. <sighs> Now, uh, Chet, let me ask you this. I'm in favor of that one for the record. Okay, great. So we could talk to you about that. Um, I also wanted to do something on as an app. I was thinking apps are really big now. Is my understanding? Yeah, yeah, like you know, bacon, bacon tater tots, and uh, and stuff loaded taters, and yep, exactly. (laughs) Love apps. Uh, I was thinking apps for your phone. Now, do you feel like uh, around you are the signs of? foreshadowing like different things are going to happen based on 
you know, this bird flying oh, or seeing oh, a, a particular cloud type. Oh, oh, Nick, there's harbingers of our imminent peril around every corner. Right. I mean, a crow flies over your head, you know, if... Uh, a person if, uh, walks over if, your grave. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've had more than a few people step over me thinking I'm dead, Nick. <laughs> more than a few. So, um, you know, don't yeah, laugh about people I'm, stepping over my I'm, grave. I'm not laughing about it. I'm just thinking more about More than a few, let me tell you, mister. <laughs> How many? Again, I can't really count okay, that Okay, great. Got it, got it. Uh, so all these harbingers, all these things... Uh, if you were able to, maybe you don't know how to interpret it, but you see it. Yeah. So with this app called Metaphor Shadow, you'd be able to take a picture with your phone and it would translate that metaphor or whatever that is for you. Yeah. And you would understand what's about to happen to you. It's kind of like peyote for the millennial crowd, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to think about it anymore. Maybe it's a spirit animal and maybe it's trying to tell you something, that sort of Heck thing. Heck yeah, I like that. You I like, like that one? That. I like that. All right. Okay. I need uh, a phone, but I like it. Okay, we'll get you a phone <laughs> and you can be the uh, the person <gasps> to, uh, hey, to talk about bagels. that. What? I was asking if they got bagels over there. Oh, Y'all okay. got bagels? All right. Okay. <coughs> we'll get you some bagels. <laughs> <coughs> so do you have any bad business ideas that you want, Chet, that you have done in the past that you want to talk about or you want to pitch to us, like the listener? You have a whole audience of people in Orlando. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was slinging heroin down on 4th Street for a while up in oh, New York City. Yeah, and, that's not a, and a that business wasn't, idea. And that wasn't a good idea. Let me tell you that. No, this, no. This eight-foot-tall eight prostitute came up towards me, and she was like, Hey, you selling heroin? I was like, I sure am, honey. You want a taste? Before I knew it, it was a police officer, full-on mustache. Mustache, uh, forearms, biggest tree trunks. I mm -hmm. had no idea. She whipped out of that little Tina Turner dress, and then she had me up against the wall. <laughs> I went down for that one. So that's a bad idea. Okay. That's All a right. real bad idea. That I don't, is a, that I don't is got actual... a funny name for it. It's just selling heroin. Don't do it. <laughs> Great. That's some good advice. Uh, crying sad or crying because of beautiful things? It's kind of beautiful, though. Because she and I, she wrote me letters in prison for a while. Oh, that's really nice. nice. <laughs> that's nice. I miss her. Okay, let's yeah. get you some bagels. Let's get you into some bagels. <laughs> I'd like that very much. Okay, Thank Chet. Thank you. We're going to play a song now. Uh, this is Nomo. Hey, uh, hey, see my show at the Rainbow Venue next Orlando Fringe coming oh, 2020. Yeah. The lovers, the dreamers, and <laughs> Chet. Sorry uh, to interrupt yes. you. No, no, no. Thank you for that. Uh, actually, we'll play Of Montreal. This seems to be an appropriate song title. Keep sending me black fireworks on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to Odd Numbers. And that's the show. Thanks for listening to A Certain Degree. Get the full episodes wherever you get your podcasts or at toacertaindegree.com. That's T-O-A, certain degree. Com. Just a reminder that full interviews with music and everything are recorded live on WPRK 91.5 under normal circumstances. The station is on automation right now, and we hope to be back with live DJs slinging the best in college radio very, very soon. Thanks for listening, and remember, there's a little chat in all of us. Ooh.